0: When someone tries you to get you involved in something Yeah, when somebody tries to get you involved in something like I immediately think, Oh, what's it gonna cost me? What have I got to do? And really, you may not say it, but in the back of your mind you're thinking what's in it for me? Anybody ever feel that way or is it just me? <laughs> yeah. So you see, you can get into stuff and try to figure out what it costs you. I'm going to talk about that. And I'm going to talk to you today about what's in it for you. I've been talking about the Holy Spirit for the last couple of weeks, a little, uh, detour last week with, uh, with Alyosha and and Jody. But I'm going to give you an example of a person that really, really needed the Holy Spirit. And I'll tell you that everyone here needs the Holy Spirit. If you're going to get through life, if you're going to get through the processes you need to do, it's something you're going to need. And you might say, what's in it for me? So we're going to Discuss that for just a few minutes. I'm going to start with a guy named David. David was the king of Israel. He was a king after Saul. He's in the line of Jesus. He's a very powerful king. And he needed the Holy Spirit. He was the eighth youngest of a family. He was about 14 years old and he was a shepherd. Sound familiar? Yeah. He was a shepherd. And Saul was a king, but he was a bad king. And uh, the Lord told the prophet Samuel, said, go to Bethlehem. Sound familiar? Bethlehem. Yeah. He said, go to Bethlehem and see this man named Jesse. And one of his sons I'm going to anoint as a new king. And so the prophet went to see Jesse. And what happened with Jesse is he brought his sons out one after another, and he kept bringing them out. And the prophet would say, no, it's not this one. He'd bring out another one. No, it's not this one. And as he went through all of this, he brought out seven of his eight sons. And the prophet said, well, this is not him. And it's recorded in 1 Samuel 16, verse 7. And it says this, But the Lord said to Samuel, Don't consider his appearance or his height, for I've rejected him. It's the last one. The Lord does not look at the things that people look at. See, people look on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And so when he said, Are these all you have? He said, Well, no, I I do have one more. But he's tending the sheep. And he was a shepherd. I want you to know that this young man, David, who's fixing to face one of the biggest challenges of his life, he's about 14 or 15 years old. He's tending the sheep. He he doesn't have a pedigree. He doesn't have a degree. He doesn't have a Tesla. He doesn't have a big house. He's the last of the least who's been running... Cheese and bread back and forth to his older brothers while he tends the sheep. You may think what you're doing is insignificant. You may think because you're not at the front or in the pulpit, what you're doing is insignificant. I'll tell you, God is preparing his people who are tending the sheep. I want you to be prepared. And so as he's tending the sheep, he's coming forward. He's the eighth child. I want you to know that eight is a number of new beginnings. I want you to see the number eight in your heart. God's got a new beginning for you. And the prophet said, so go get your son, the last one. And he says, I'm not going to sit down. Until he comes. In other words the prophet is not going to wait. He's not going to lounge. He's not going to wait till tomorrow. When God calls. He wants you then. And you're going to need something. To do what God would have for you. So he sent for him. I'm going to give you two different. Translations of this little. Exchange. When Samuel. Sees David. And all his brothers are there. And his daddy's there. It says this in 1 Samuel 16. So he sent for him. And had brought him in. He was glowing with health. And had a fine appearance. And handsome features. Then the Lord said. Rise and anoint him. This is the one. This is the one. And Samuel took the horn of oil. And anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on. The spirit Of the Lord came powerfully upon David. I want you to know the Spirit of the Lord that came up powerfully among David is for you, it is available to you. It's the same Spirit that was talked about this morning that hovered over creation, it's the same Spirit as God breathed into Adam. Ruach, it's the same spirit that created the heavens and the earth. Here's what the the uh, ESV says. And listen to this: the the NIV was He came powerfully. Here's the ESV, and He sent and brought Him in. Now He was ruddy and had beautiful eyes and was handsome. And the Lord said, "Arise and anoint Him, for this is He." And then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord, it says, rushed upon David. You've heard in Acts how the at Pentecost it was the sound of a mighty rushing wind. I want you to know that the Holy Spirit will rush upon you. He will come and reside in you. He will stick with you. And this young boy, David shortly after he was anointed and that this spirit came powerfully and rushed upon him. He was in a valley taking bread and cheese back and forth to his brothers. There was this uncircumcised Philistine. His name was Goliath. And you'd like to think everybody knows the story of David and Goliath. But let me make sure. Goliath was a Philistine. He was about nine feet tall. He was a mighty warrior from his birth. And he would taunt the people of Israel who were on one hillside and they were on another. And he would come down in the valley and he would taunt them and say, whoever kills me will be your servants. If I kill you, you'll be our servants. And he would do that night and day for 40 days, a time of trial or testing in the Bible. And it says when he said that, that Saul, the king, and all the Israelites trembled with fear. What's evil? You see, evil will scare you. Evil will try to intimidate you. Evil will try to scare you away, run you off, make you fearful. That's evil's job. But you see, that's not God's job. You see, it's said that the Holy Spirit, don't think that the Holy Spirit was reserved for kings and princes. We are not only in the line of David and Jesus, but we're in the line of Adam, the original sin who God breathed into. Now he messed up, but we all got stuff. See the Holy Spirit, the spirit of God is power. That's what's in it for you. That's what you get when you get the Holy Spirit. Luke 24, 49 says this, and now I'll send the Holy Spirit. This is Jesus, just as my father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power. Jesus asked them to stay. What do they need to do? What it's going to cost them? Nothing. What are they going to get? Power. Here's the word. This word power, dunamis, Dunamas. Strength, power, ability. Do you need some ability to face some things that are in front of you? Power residing in a thing. It's miraculous power. It's not some weak power. It's power to influence riches and wealth. It's power arising from numbers. I want you to know that one will put a thousand to flight. And to 10,000, it's power. It's where we get our word dynamite. And in case you don't know, a little dynamite will go a long way. Let me ask you this. Does anyone here need some dynamite in their life? Yeah. 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 Ephesians 1.13 says this. And I want you to know, don't make this complicated, whatever you do. And you know, the Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit who he promised. The Holy Spirit comes at salvation. And you're going to be asked today. You're going to be given an invitation today because you're thinking, well, why am I here? What am I doing? What's it going to cost me? You're going to be given an invitation if you don't have the Holy Spirit to get the Holy Spirit today. And it's not by mistake that you're hearing this. Listen to Romans 8, what it says. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give you your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Listen, this Holy Spirit is not something where you get anointed and appointed and it goes away and it dries off. You can't wash away the Holy Spirit. You can't rub it off. When you get it, you got it. And if a giant comes down a mountain and gets in a valley and gets in your face... And tells you you don't have it. He's a liar. The giants that you face. The things that you face. you got the Holy Spirit. If you have given your life to Jesus Christ. Ephesians it says it this way. In him you also. When you heard the word of truth. I'm the way. I'm the truth. And I'm the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. When you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit. It can't get out. It can't get away from you. You can do things to grieve it. You can do things to hinder it. You can turn your back on him. But he is there. Do you want some of this power? is for you listen to this in ephesians 3:20 now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine let me ask you what have you been imagining for in your life what is it you've imagined i wish i could do that i wish i could go there i wish i could be this to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine according to his power that works within us a little bit of dynamite will go a long way so you ask yourself like I do because I'm going to give you an invitation to activate the Holy Spirit in you today you might just say to yourself well what's it going to cost me What's in it for me? I'll tell you what's in it for you. Everything. It's a bottom line. And what does it cost you? Nothing. It's a gift. It's free. God gave his son so we can have life and have it abundantly so that we could face our challenges and not stop so we could go right through it and not worry. my grandfather was the road supervisor for a county just north of here and part of his job was getting these big large florida walls of coquina rock and making shell out of them for roads a lot before paving so it was shell and so In this county were these large deposits of limestone, coquina. And they would drill a hole in the coquina. And they would put a piece of dynamite in there. They would light the fuse. They'd get away. And it would explode. And that rock would turn into gravel. What wall are you facing today? What is it that you can't get around, you can't get over? You you can't figure it out. Maybe you feel defeated. Young David, the Spirit came on him powerfully, and he walked down into the valley and killed the biggest man that there was with a stone. Yeah, we could preach on David and the stone and the rocks and Goliath and the armor. But you see, it all comes down to one thing: the power of the Holy Spirit in his life. Yeah. The power of the Holy Spirit in your life. You see, the Holy Spirit has this dynamite power that is ready for you. For ready for you to use today, it's available. You see, there's things in your life that maybe they need dynamite. But maybe it's chains that need to be blown apart that hold you back or hold you down. It could be habits that you have that you've really never applied this Holy Spirit to it before. It may be the thought of your past Or the fear of your future. Or it may just be getting through today. Stuff like forgiving people. Mm -hmm. Stuff like loving your neighbor. Mm -hmm. Stuff like cleaning up your act. See it's the same power. That can blow things apart. It can change your life. It can change Your situation. So what do you need help with on today? This week? Where do you have something that you need some dynamite? You think about it for your life. And if you have not given your life to Christ, you're going to have to try with your own own strength and your own help your own ability your own talent your own money you're going to fall short and be frustrated and want to give up but you can believe and immediately activate the power of the Holy Spirit in your life he will blast away the things that you can't get rid of he will blast away Dunamis. Dunamis. Dynamite. Do you have that dynamite? Matthew 7 says this Ask and it'll be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open. For everyone who, re- who asks receives. The one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be open. So it's twofold. You you may be a Christian, and you haven't realized that you've got the power of the Holy Spirit in you right now. I want to clear that up with you. You've given your life to Christ. The scripture is clear. You've got the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't be afraid to use him. Ask him. Activate him. When you're coming up against something, you say, okay, God, I haven't figured this out. I need your Holy Spirit. I need your Spirit to handle this. I need your help. Holy Spirit, tell me. He lives inside of you. He dwells inside of you. He's part of you. Take advantage of it. Go after it. And if you don't, I'm just going to offer the Spirit of God to you today. Jeremiah 29 says this. Then you'll call on me and come and pray to me. And I'll listen to you. And you'll seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. I will bring you back from captivity. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ? If you don't, today's your day. All you have to do is submit. What's in it for me? Everything. What does it cost me? Nothing. It's a gift. Do you want the gift of the Holy Spirit today? The gift of salvation? If you do, pray with me. Dear Lord, I want you to come into my life. I want to give my life to you. I want all that you have for me. I believe you died for me. I believe you raised for me. I believe your spirit resides in me. It's that easy. If you have been saved, but want the spirit activated in your life, and if you need prayer for that, we're going to have folks up front to pray for you. We want you to know that God has got a spirit of God in you, that he's got the power to handle anything. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you, Father, for your sovereignty. We thank you, God, that you sent your Son who died for us and rose. And, Father, that you deposited your Holy Spirit in those that believe. And, Father, right now, I ask you, for those that are here, I just speak an activation into their lives. And for those that are listening, an activation into your lives so that the Holy Spirit would be active would be powerful in them, and they would realize that. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. This is Pastor Louie. I hope you've enjoyed the message today, and I hope that it has encouraged you. If you need any further information about the message or our ministries, please contact us at the numbers on the screen. Our live worship is 10:30 each Sunday morning, and we can also be seen on YouTube and Facebook at theLivingCornerstone.org. Be blessed.